Side of myths and mysteries and black and white with your two hosts josh and ed hello F- first things first as always ed how you been mate all right mate all right actually i feel better than what i thought i would yeah because <laughs> i actually i think since lewis's wedding i actually had a uh, good night having a drink yeah yeah night, didn't we so yeah it was good yeah so actually i, I, I felt all right i thought i was gonna be hanging out the ass and just be like a miserable mess <laughs> on it no i feel all right i feel all right uh yourself <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm great, mate. I've had a fucking fantastic day. I mean, if you get a quick rundown, fucking first things first. I'm a massive F1 fan, as everyone knows. My favourite driver is Charles Leclerc. First race of the season, he has an engine failure. So he's out of the race. Yeah. Right, good start. Okay, Liverpool v Man United. First time we've gone to Anfield in a while, and I feel we can actually do them. No, we decided to get fisted 7-0. <laughs> 7 nil. 7 fucking nil. To them, of all people, yeah, to them. You you hate them the most. Oh my fucking god! Honestly, you are, I said when we got in the when you picked me up and got in the truck, I was like, I could cry. I could actually cry. <laughs> well, actually, no. The first thing he said to me was, "Hold me." <laughs> I, was, I was very, very sad. Very, very sad. For fuck's sake. Well, you win some, you lose some. I think yes. That's not losing. That's getting. I can't say that word, but I think you know what word I'm thinking. Yeah, I think I do. Yeah. So. That's what that is. Bareback as well. <laughs> For fuck's sake. But yeah. no, other than that, pretty good. I've been pretty good. Sweet, sweet. Now that is that is very, very good. Um, I hope everyone is well who listens to us. Yep. Um, and I just want to say again, thank you to everyone who do listen. Yeah. And uh, and do contribute in some way, shape, or form. Um, we have got a, a chat now on uh, Facebook, which I think anyone can join. Actually. Yeah, I think as soon as you join the group, you get added to the chat. Oh, do I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure you oh, do, right, yeah. right, yeah. So usually that's mainly like updates, um, ideas that we have and everything like that. It's just a bit... Uh, a bit more comfortable, I'd yeah. say. It's uh, a lot easier to get information as well than it is with like the polls sort of thing. Yeah, The polls yeah, are yeah. handy, mm. but the fact they only last 24 hours, just like, that don't give people time to actually see it. No, no. Where the chat, they can come through and see it whenever they want. Sort yeah, of thing. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and as well, like we've had um, a few people say about like Patreon idea. Mm-hmm. Um, they're saying that it, it could be a good idea. So, so I think sooner rather than later, we'll we, uh, we're going to be getting that sorted. And also, like, um, we've got we've got a lot of things planned. Yeah. Especially, I think it's, like, starting at the end of the month. Really, yeah, yeah. We, where we're going to be going out and um, doing investigations, doing vlogs, hunts, whatever you want to call them. We are, yeah, we are actually going to be stepping yeah. away from yeah. the office. Now the weather's getting warmer, we yeah. can finally get on it sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, exactly. And let's say we're getting invited to the Dark Realms and Crimson yeah. Whispeach Castle. Hunt, which, which I'm buzzing for. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. It just get it makes me real giddy. Yeah, when, when I say I that, think as well, it's the mentioned. fact that it's on a full moon. It yeah, just adds yeah, that yeah. little bit of eeriness to it. Yeah, it does. So we better stock up on silver bullets. <laughs> <laughs> <Never know. laughs> also, just want to say again the apologies. There won't be a YouTube video version out this week. Oh no, you can't see our faces. Oh shame. 
you just have to go back and watch some of the other ones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. But no, um, for those that don't know, we are running on a very standard laptop yes. recording the software, and yeah. it's gotten to the point now that it's just like, lad, I can't handle this. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it, we've got the best out <laughs> Yeah, it's like, I don't have the facilities for that big man. <laughs> so... Um, hopefully we'll be investing in a new laptop soon and then yeah. we'll be able to not only run videos again but clearer videos clear yeah they should be coming up like near our 4k wouldn't they so yeah exactly so again apologies for that it will be for i won't say foreseeable future because that sounds bare long yeah but yeah. for the time being yeah it will be just audio again until we can get <clears throat> a better laptop yeah i think so i think that's the only way we could do it at the time being yeah until we get like a patreon sorted or, or something like that and hopefully um with your guys's help actually help us grow the podcast yeah exactly and make a bet for you yeah like we've, we've mentioned it no end of times now you're probably getting bored of hearing us say about <laughs> it i'm telling you again because <laughs> you, you never know it might be someone's first ever listened to the podcast so, exactly and hopefully they enjoy the podcast and they'll it's think, so welcome yeah welcome to welcome to mysteries in black and white glad you could be here Oosh. <laughs> Oosh. <laughs> <laughs> but no as we said last week this week we'll be talking about british urban legends yeah which ed gave me a quick rundown and we've got bear <laughs> there is a fair we've got bear it's so quite a menagerie hopefully we can get through them all if we yeah. can't there will be a part two yeah yeah but we'll see how it we'll goes see how it goes because after everyone we've got to have a little, a little bit of a discussion on it, on it yeah, so. yeah, of course and that's without us touch wood going on a tangent, which is inevitable. Yeah, so. but tangents are the best part. Exactly. Right? So exactly. We do it for you. you know what I mean? <laughs> don't pretend you don't love it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But no, like, um, let's say when, like, as we're called myths and mysteries. So we we spoke about like with the myth side, like maybe like cryptids and creatures mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Whereas, like your myths and legends. Yeah. It like. I don't know, like it's it, it could be such a menagerie yeah. sort of thing, like from people to to monsters mm. and stuff like that. But yeah, I've always tried to keep us a, on the monsters, but we're having a bit of a menagerie today. Yeah, it's up. So without further ado, Ed, have at it. Have at it. Right, first one I'm going to be talking about is Springheel Jack. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Out of the night he came, a leaping bounded Superman. <laughs> Who terrified the English nation for more than 60 years. Well, fucking hell. At first, tales of this devil-like figure who leaped from rooftop to rooftop was accepted as a hysterical nonsense. Okay, yep. <laughs> oh, I don't know what you were going to say then. <laughs> what, it's hysterical nonsense? Yeah, that's what I thought you were going to say. I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> But in January 1838, this strange creature, or man, Mm-hmm. Uh, received official recognition when a barmaid, Polly Adams, was attacked while walking across Blackheath in South London. Mary Stevens, a, ser- a servant girl, was terrified by what she saw on Barnes Common. And in Clapham Churchyard, a woman was assaulted. No. So he was a bit of a bugger. Yeah. <laughs> Lucy Scales, a butcher's daughter, was attacked in Limehouse, and Jane Alsop was also strangled by a cloaked creature in her own home before her family. Fucking hell. Managed to beat off her attacker, at which point he leapt and soared off into the darkness. Jane Alsop described her inhuman attacker to the London magistrate. He was wearing a kind of helmet and tight-fitting white costume like an oil skin, 
and he vomited blue and white flames. What the fuck? <laughs> the Lord Mayor of London, Sir John Cohen, received complaints from several parts of London describing a demonic creature with eyes like balls of fire and hands like icy claws and able to bound from rooftop to rooftop with ease. The police did not dismiss these stories, and even the Duke of Wellington, although aged nearly 70, <laughs> went out armed on, ho- <laughs> on horseback to hunt and kill the monster. Go on, son! <laughs> Go on, son! Who was this mysterious fiend who rhymed London attacking women? During the 1850s and 60s, Springhill Jack was, all- was seen all over England, particularly in the Midlands. Mm-hmm. The army, in 1870, set traps to catch him. After scared sentries reported being terrified by a man who sprang onto the roof of their sentry box. Also, in 1870, angry townsfolk in Lincoln are reported to have shot at him in the, sh- in the street. Oh, excuse me. But he just laughed and bounded away, leaping over fences and even small buildings. For a while... Uh, as no one really had any idea who he was, suspicion rested on the eccentric Marquis of Watford. But he was never vicious, even though he was considered wild by Victorian society and been branded as the Mad Marquis. Never vicious. The Donny spits blue and white fire. What? No, you they're on about um, the Marquis of Watford. Oh, he right. Was, he was never vicious. They, right. they, they said it could have been him. Right, right, he right. Was, he was never vicious. Um, Springhill Jack was last seen in 1904 at Everton in Liverpool. Sorry, Josh. You had to mention it. <laughs> Bounding up and down the streets, leaping from cobbles to rooftops and back. He vanished into the darkness when some brave souls tried to corner him, and he has not been seen since that day to this. Thing is, that there's been a lot of pictures of Springhill Jack, right. which I'll get one up right now. And. He looks mainly human-like. Yeah. Mainly human-like. Oh, that shit. Oh, I ain't going to look through my books. I've got a lot of books. Uh, which one is it, actually? It is this one. Oh, I might have a look for one. But um, this is the picture I've always... It, which is in the book, mm. so there's no point in me fucking getting it out, because this is always <laughs> always one what um, I've pictured. Like, yeah. I've, I've always seen it's oh (laughs) (laughs) they pretty much make him look like a man like a very smart like smartly dressed man with a pointed beard and horns like a did like like a demon yeah they've always pictured him as like some sort of demon because whatever it is it's it's very it's very supernatural well yeah definitely but um yeah never been caught Never, let's say after 1904, he's never been seen again. So he Scars has done him in. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> he's in the fucking what's the, what's the, Mersey River. River. Yeah, River Mersey. River Mersey. He's probably down there somewhere. <laughs> <coughs> ah, fuck off, lad. <laughs> Come into my fucking house and stab you. <laughs> you fucking rat. <laughs> what's with this fucking jumping? <laughs> <laughs> you breathing flames for you fucking divvy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, you, I mean, you could look at pictures of Spring Hill. Jack will probably post it as well as we're, well. It's good. Let's say it's a menagerie, so yeah. we have to make a bit of a collage. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, very famous like Victorian era. Yeah, era legend of, of the famous Spring Hill. See, from the sounds of it, it just sounds like a serial killer, for lack of a better. Like, never killed anyone. Well, a, attacker then. I'd yeah. Say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, it, it's well, just you could see he preyed on women. Yeah, he preyed. Yeah, on women. exactly. Like, that was that was his that was his target. So, for me, then to say like it's a, it's a full out demon or something like that seems a bit far fetched. Yeah, in a way. Well, it, yeah, of course, the, it's far fetched being a demon. It's the flame anyway. thing that gets me. Do you know yeah, what I mean? And yeah. I'm just like, well, where the hell did that come from? Yeah, it could. I don't know. Could could it be because? Back in them times, like with circuses, like like freak shows and circuses and that, they did the whole yeah. fire breathing. Yeah, yeah, very could be. Could it have been something like that, which meant like these people might have not have yeah. ever. It, it seems very obscure yeah. to do that. But it sounds it sounds very Hollywood esque, doesn't it? Like, oh yeah, yeah, big time. The circus, because I think I've seen a film or a TV show about it. Was like a circus comes <laughs> into town and it starts killing people. Yeah, start killing yeah, people yeah. and like. Kidnapping children, all that sort of shit. That's American Horror Story, wasn't it? That's probably what I've seen. Freak show. Yeah, yeah, that's probably what I've seen it on. Yeah. Well, I feel like with him, like, because he's got to be quite acrobatic. Yeah. He's in a parkour. He invented parkour. <laughs> <laughs> but this is what makes me think he is part of, like, a, a freak show or a circus. Yeah. Because he's very acrobatic. He could breathe fire. Yeah. Um, and, it, well, I don't know, really. Like, it's. It, it, them just them two in general yeah. just seems very well, like they're the most plausible like logical yeah 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 things. yeah oh yeah because saying like it was, it's a fucking demon yeah like, it seems a bit mad doesn't it like but no no yeah, very well could be yeah could be yeah. i think if it's anything it is that or yeah or like you say it could be a very um what's the word eccentric man who's invented pogo boots <laughs> I like to pry on young women. <laughs> I don't know. And they just come up with a whole breathing fire thing. Just uh, had more of a yeah. dramatic standpoint. Which it does. Yeah, it, it does. Um, right, so that was Spring Hill Jack. Mm-hmm. Next, we've got the Hackney Bear. Oh, I'm interested. We were near the football pitches at about five o'clock in the evening when we saw it, said Darren Willoughby, age 12. It was very close to us, standing on its hind legs and about seven feet tall. Mm-hmm. Sounds about... It's not Bigfoot. No. Nah. Sadly. But it sounds about right for a bear. Yeah, yeah, like a black bear. Yeah. Definitely. On 27th December 1981, four boys from Lower Clapton took their dogs out for a walk across Hackney Marshes, past Mil- Millfields Road near the football pitches. Mm-hmm. The boys encountered a, lo- a giant, great, growling, hairy thing. They met a bear in Hackney. A, a giant, great, growling, hairy thing. <laughs> Whose nan's that now? <laughs> so I'm pretty sure I've met a few people like that. <laughs> but, um... Oh, that's all I've got for it. Rodo. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they apparently saw... Saw a bear. Seen, like, could have been a private zoo. Bear got out. It, yeah, very well could be. Or... And they ran a... Marshes, I know it's not a full-on out-and-out marshes, but you know what I mean, like a hackney marshes sort of thing. Yeah. Makes sense to spot a wild animal there. Yeah, yeah, of course. If yeah. it's got out, so, so to speak. Yeah, because so, it's like, 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 yeah. Yeah, so that is the most, I mean, you've only read two, but <laughs> I mean, 
polar opposites, but that is the most believable one so far. Yeah. Do you know oh, what I mean? God, like, yeah, 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 it yeah. probably was just an escape bear or some shit. Yeah. Um, Mind you, it could also, funny enough, in a way, could maybe be linked. I know, not the time frame, but I'm like, because they used to use bears and circuses and that, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, could have yeah. Got that. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, because when, when was it they stopped using wild animals and circuses? Not that long ago. Not, not really, was it? 90s, it was, yeah, maybe? I was say, it was probably in our lifetime. Yeah, yeah. Where they stopped using wild animals, and it could have been stuff like this happening, where they were like, yeah, we got, well, as well as the cruelty. But yeah. Horrible, but they, oh, it's fucking horrible. Yeah, it is fucking disgusting. Especially because, yeah. like, anyone who knows me, or, like, if you've listened to the podcast, knows that bear's my favourite animal. Yeah. Seeing the abuse, them fucking things went in. I will oh, never, disgusting. ever, I mean, granted as well, because I've got a fear of clans, but I will never, ever go to a circus in my life. No. Ever. There Fuck is, that. There is a circus at King's Wyman a minute. Do you want to go? We could burn it down, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go down, I'll, I'll put you forward to go, go up there. Nope. <laughs> I, may, I may commit homicide. <laughs> or suicide, depends how it goes. Yeah. Really. <laughs> One or the other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lend and slide, I can tell you that. <laughs> There'll be death. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I've got a bit more about it, actually. Terrified university student Helen Murray said she took snaps while out for a stroll near Dead's Woodland, close to a path near the Old River Lee. <clears throat> Uh, uh, the old River Lee. She said she was stopped in her tracks by the unknown animal, which was larger than a person and covered in shaggy in shaggy black fur. Mm-hmm. Black fur, yeah. black bear. <laughs> That's how it wrote like, condescending. But then, did they describe it as grey? No. Didn't they? I thought it said no. grey, shaggy. No, shaggy, black. No, I mean, before that, the other lot. Oh, no, no. That was <laughs> a giant grate... Growling. Oh, great. Yeah, I thought you said great. No, great. Um, I tried to stay calm as I wasn't sure what kind of animal it was, or even if it was even alive, she said. I f- had my phone ready to call 999, then the creature moved. Somehow I managed to take a couple of pictures before I ran. I managed to get away, but was scared half to death. Miss Murray says she didn't contact the police because she thought they wouldn't believe her. Fair. Yeah. A spokeswoman for Hackney Police said there have been no other reports of sightings, while experts at London Zoo said the pictures were not clear enough for them to comment. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Probably theirs I got out. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> no, 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 that's no, definitely no, not no, that. Nah. All those are accounted for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just sleeping in the bed. <laughs> the photos have re- revived memories of the unexplained case of a bear reportedly sighted in the marshes of 1981. Mm-hmm. 50 police officers, army marksmen, and a helicopter were drafted into the search area, but the beast was never found. Officers at the time stressed the people who'd seen the animal were not hoaxers. (coughs) Although they admitted they could have been victims of a hoax. Yeah. Two bear carcasses had previously been found nearby in the River Lee, and it remains a mystery how they got there. Well, for fuck's sake, <laughs> <laughs> it don't take a genius to work out. Yeah. There's obviously a fucking pod of bears, pod, pack, whatever you call them, group. Yeah. The bears in the yard. It's bears in the yard. <laughs> a hoax, a large dog, or the beast of Hackney Marshes. Have there be one fucking large dog? <laughs> yeah, but you got them fucking, what are they call? Oh, uh, like, yeah, or a Tibetan Mastiff. Yeah, yeah. Cause they, they have b- big, thick, like, black, yeah. shaggy fur. Yeah. That could pass off as a bear in all fairness, yeah. yeah, a little bear. Yeah, but if they've already found bear carcasses, there's obviously been a family. Yeah, there's 100%. O- there's obviously been a family of And it makes sense as well that 
they haven't attacked if it is a black bear. Yeah, they're, 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 they're the least aggressive out of a lot of them. That is very true. Hmm, pandas. Yeah, pandas aren't true bears, are they? No. No. no when I say bear, I always think the big three. Black, grizzly, yeah. yeah, obviously. So, and obviously... you got sun bears. Yeah, fucking koala bear, even. They're not a bear, no. mate. They're masupial. <laughs> but yeah, I know what you mean. Um, Kodiak bears. Yeah. But they're, they're just like a big fucking grizzly, aren't yeah, they, Kodiak? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But yeah, black bear out of the main three are the oh, least, yeah, least aggressive. Time. They... They only ever really charge if they're protecting young, yeah. so to speak. Yeah, mother bear instinct. Otherwise, they're, they're more like inquisitive. Yeah, and they're yeah. They'll and, come up to you and sniff you about. They're like, you yeah, know. Oh yeah, as soon as you try like stand up and look big, they fuck, they fuck off. They hightail it out there. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. But no, if they found carcasses, I can't see why they're why they're well, in they're the, in bear. the bear. While they're in the bear, so especially as like the time period ain't exactly that far off. No. If it is a family, no, and that what I just read was a lot like later, yeah, that's what I mean. So, in the 2000s, yeah, so families, do you know what I mean? Like, want to go to Hackney, Hackney Marshes, yes, potentially find a bear. I'm down, (laughs) I'm fucking down. I got my my new trailer, put him on the back of that. Oh, mate, oh, (laughs) no, the only issue is I'd want to take it home, yeah, I know, that's what I mean. But I can't have a bear. <laughs> I can't. I can't justify having a bear as much as I'd love one more than anything. I don't think I could justify it. <laughs> Why not? That would be cool, though, wouldn't it? So, oh, I'll get my fucking dog on you. Yeah, all right. I'll, I'll call it. I'll give it a random name. I don't know, like Pogo. So I'll get Pogo on you, and they'll think, yeah, all right. Yeah, Bertie, <laughs> big fucking bear just comes out. It's like, go on, boy, get it. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I think we spoke about it before, but that is the animal you. Any animal in the world, that's what well, you'd have a grizzly, wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I'd have if if it was the right surroundings and everything, I'd have a polar. Yeah, so because yeah. it is the biggest. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, take that, take all the habitats and everything out of the equation. If you could just have any animal, yeah, I think it would be a polar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Simply like I said, because it is the biggest. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, and you like... don't fuck with them things. I mean, you don't fuck with any bear, but them on, <laughs> they're, they're on another level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm. It'd be a crocodilian of sort. Yeah. For me. At the minute, it'd either be a salty. Yeah. A salt or crocodile or a gharial. Yeah. You know what I mean? By yeah. That. Are they the really long really snout ones, aren't they? Yeah, slim sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. But then they've got like a big like, their nose. Nob- just like a knobbly thing. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't know what a gharial is, they're from north northern India. And um, they're not actually a crocodile. They're, their own, they're the only one of them. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're, yeah, part of the gharial family. And they're quite easily to recognise because they've got a really long and really slender... It looks like every time they snap their... It looks like it could snap. It could snap. But they're incredible fish hunters. Yeah. Rarely, rarely attack people. And I found out, actually, my sister sent me uh, a video. Uh, They hatched their first captive young Mm -hmm. in America. All right. They had the. Uh, I was two years old now, I think. But yeah, I'm still. That was the first um, captive bred. Yeah, uh, in the. Well, apart from India itself, but in, yeah, in the Western world, should we say? Yeah, yeah. Which I thought was incredible. Apparently, they're very, very hard to breed. Yeah, I can imagine garials. Like, if it's the first time, they rarely have any young. Yeah, like the first half, so they have to do it like. Two or three times before they start getting yeah, exactly. fertile eggs. And it depends if the animal itself is fertile 
like, do you know what I mean? Like the yeah, oh yeah, like the, the mother Gariel. Yeah, if she's not fertile, no, it's just or, not going to happen. Or if she's stressed, yeah, or anything it's like not going to happen. No, exactly. But no, I just think they're really smart. They are. They're really smart looking, and I just want to give. Surely, what are salty though? Because, like I said, oh. with, like the pilot, but it's bigger. If you could have yeah. one animal, you'd want the biggest oh, fucking one. Do yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, to, to be fair, yeah, I think it would be a salty because, as well, it's Steve Irwin. Yeah, he, exactly. You know I mean? He always had salty, so yeah, it'd have to be. But I just really like the look at Garyels. They are cool. And um, and long snouted crocodiles, like freshwater. Cro- I love freshwater crocodiles. Yeah, they because they they've got slender mouths and everything. They're like, just like cute little cousins. Of <laughs> just, oh, I love them. I just love all crocodiles. Yeah. Really. And yeah, we're going to Hackney find a bear. I'm bringing it home. <laughs> we'll do we'll do that, and then we'll go to Bristol to find the Bristol crocodile, yeah. and then we've got yeah. one each. So yeah, we're sorted. I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we've got um, the haunting of the A75 highway. This is one of Scotland's most unsettling urban legends that you need to know. Every country has its own cursed stretch of highway. But the section of A75 that travels through Dumfries and Galloway is especially notorious. For more than half a century, people have reported witnessing ghostly apparitions and even UFOs on the highway. In 1962, two truck drivers claimed to have seen a van swerving along the road attracting wild animals that were leaping towards its windshield. And then all of a sudden, the van and the animals disappeared. Right. As you might imagine, many Scottish truck drivers purposely avoid the sec- this section of road, choosing alternative routes mm-hmm. that are not aren't so infamous. It's like we're going to Scotland as well. <laughs> we're going. We're, we're just... going all over the gaff. Fucking hell! I mean, kill two birds one stone. Nessie. Yeah. And that. Yeah, yeah. And then the big grey man. Yeah. Exactly. So we've got a lot of doing. And Morag. Yeah. Can't leave Morag out. So we've got a lot of doing in Scotland. Yeah. We just got a lot to do. Yeah. We've got a lot to do. <laughs> Let's have to get a checklist. Take them off as we do them, sort of thing. That's not a bad shout. Put it up there, sort of thing. Do it later. Yeah, we could separate it in like different counties. Yeah. yeah. And then work take, our... Take them all off. Yeah, and... yeah, yeah. That was. I oh, think that sounds like a plan. It sounds like a plan. We'll have to get. We'll get. I'll get a big A3 bit of paper and we'll write them all write, down, write sort of thing. Down, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm down. Decent. That'd be sick. That'd be sick. Because, like, for Norfolk, we got, like, Black Shark. Yeah. Uh,. Whispeach Castle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, mine's got blank. Yeah. Um, I can't think. Eccle Sea Serpent. Fuck it. <laughs> it works. Yeah, go yeah. county to county. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll just get different. That'd be a good series. You know? That would. would no fairness. Good series. We need to write to BBC. Yeah. Or ITV. No, 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 no. We wait until we're successful and they come to us. And then we turn them down. <laughs> Just to feel even more yeah, powerful. Like, like, fuck nah. you. Fuck you, BBC. Yeah. We don't want to work with nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to work with 70s entertainers. Yeah, fuck right <laughs> off. Mugs. <laughs> Got a channel forward. Holly <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's tragic. It's so tragic. I'm sorry if you like Hollyoaks, but it's fucking. <laughs> all soaps are tragic. Like, they just, really are. I, honestly, I don't know how you can be a grown person and watch them anymore. No. It's just too depressing. Life's shit enough as it is. We're the, best, fucking... the best soap, right? 
was the gangster era of EastEnders. Yeah. Where, like, Phil and Grant Mitchell were tearing yeah, up yeah, the gaff. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was when it was at its peak. That was good. That was good. But it's just so depressing. Like, who, what? It was, Car- was it Coronation Street when that fucking tram thing, like, hit the pub or something? Oh, yeah, or something like, like they've that. They yeah. never mentioned there was a tram in Coronation Street and then all of a sudden one just flew out. Out of nowhere. Fuck sake. Or it was, it was something like that, weren't yeah. it? They're always doing dramatic. They're always trying to one up each other, which yeah, I get. It. Yeah, I do. But get it's it. like they try and go too dramatic, and you're like, that just would not happen. No, no, it's just too depressing. If you want to go realism, right? Have a terrorist attack to a cyber. They will do at some point. Of course they will. They will do at some point. I'm surprised, else. I'm surprised they haven't done it yet, you yeah. know. But yeah, they they will do it soon. <laughs> you said go on, go, go on a tangent? There yeah, I know. <laughs> I've just looked at the general chat for Mr. Mysteries Black and White. Yeah. Which you can join on Facebook. Because um, we put on, like, we was back recording and that. Yeah. And I put a picture of myself and it looked like I had no teeth. And my wife pointed out that I had no teeth. <laughs> and then our friend who's been on the podcast numerous times, Lewis McConaughey, has put, he is an urban legend. So, <laughs> cheers, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, you know, I am a legend. Fuck's <laughs> sake. <laughs> right. This one I think you'll enjoy josh yeah it's not very long but you will enjoy this this is the dire wolves of northern ireland sold we're going (laughs) (laughs) anybody who has seen the hbo series game of thrones big up fuck last season (laughs) will know that that dire wolves exist in westeros but sorry to cut you off i was gonna say they did exist didn't they yeah they did yeah yeah. i was gonna say they did exist in like the ice age yeah but did you know that they're also reportedly to secretly lurk in northern ireland where much of the series was filmed, coincidentally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People tripping on acid. Yeah, oh, yeah, 100%. This species of humongous and intelligent wolf really did exist mm-hmm. around 12,000 years ago, weighing anywhere from 150 to 250 pounds. Although it is ge- generally accepted that the animals are extinct today, there have been sightings in Northern Ireland's county Fermanagh. Fermanagh. Let's All right. Fermanagh. Ends. Some county in Northern Ireland. In 2012, a group of hikers claimed to have witnessed a pack of direwolves on the hunt. Naturally, local residents still hope that the testimonies were part of an elaborate hoax. <laughs> I bet they fucking do. Uh, Yeah, because imagine hearing that. Like, I don't want to worry you, but we've just seen a massive pack of dire wolves. Yeah. Like these giant, extinct fucking wolves hunting As if about. a pack of wolves ain't bad enough. Yeah. The fucking dire wolves. Dire wolves. <laughs> and you think, oh, I really hope they're faking this. Because... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm never leaving my house. No, fuck that. <laughs> Would be alright. Oh yeah, I'd love it. <laughs> Would you? Yes. You'd love a pack of direwolves running at you. Well, no, not running at me, but I'd love to see them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> From a safe space. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they can't get me. Yeah. Then I'm buzzing. <laughs> oh, that would be pretty sick. I just see. Oh, that would. Oh. But again, logically, it's not too far off. Twelve thousand years ago, in the grand scheme of things, it's not very long. No, ago. and evolution. Mm. What I mean, granted, it could just be a fucking massive wolf. Yeah. Because some wolves, you do see like videos and that. Like, you seen the one of that uh, black wolf crossing 
I think it said Alaska. Yeah. Down yeah, the highway yeah. and it just crosses. Right. That thing that could pass off as a direwolf. That, that was ridiculous. That was an alpha. That was huge. <laughs> that alphaed every yeah. alpha. <laughs> but that's what I mean. That thing could easily pass off as a direwolf. Oh, man. So it wouldn't shock me if it was just a massive wolf. Mm. Oh, excuse me. Wait in the old whistle. <laughs> yeah, no. I'd, like you say, twelve thousand years ago, that in like you say, in, in, in evolutionary terms, that is not not long. That's a all. blink of nice, so yeah, to speak. Pretty much. So, of course, they can still be technically and around. The, and I think, like in Norse mythology, in a lot of mythologies, there's always been talks of giant wolves. Yeah, and as well, like uh, I've mentioned before, like werewolves, dogmen, and yeah. stuff like that. Could it be something along them lines? Because I remember I got sent a video. Uh, I think it was in America, where uh, I think I think I showed you it. It was like a a man. I think he was hunting, and he had his dog with him. And all of a sudden, this fucking great. It was a black uh, wolf, mm. but it dwarfed, the absolutely dog. dwarfed the dog, and it was chasing the dog. <laughs> and I'll make screaming, and yeah. and it, and it does eventually run off, but. Honestly, I've never seen an animal so large, like, like yeah. a wolf type animal, so large. That's what I mean. A lot of people think, could it be a werewolf? Could it be a yeah, a, a die wolf? That's just so we've just given two examples where wolves are just on another level, like yeah. size. Yeah, it's very possible, especially twenty twelve. Yeah, I was about to say it ain't a long ago, but fuck, I feel old. That is ten years ago. Eleven. Oh well, fuck, we're twenty three now. Oh my god, eleven years ago. Oh, we're getting old. Yeah, we are, mate. We're 28 this year. What do you mean? (laughs) We are 28 this year. Let's put in the cataracts. (laughs) Get get ahead of the curb. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that was the... um, So, that was Star Wars of Northern Ireland. Next, we've got the Heatherset Fanes. The what? The Heatherset Fanes. These are demonic creatures. Norfolk is also home to the... Um, have a set veins. These calf-sized creatures with abnormally large glowing eyes are even suggested to be a relation of black shuck. Oh. Although their territory is much smaller. In 1920, Walter Rye wrote of an encounter on the outskirts of Heverset where a man was knocked off his feet by a gust of wind only to see something slinking away with eyes like a bicycle lamp. Others said that they had seen the creatures many times and always gave them plenty of room as they passed. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, could they be a, a wolf-type creature? Maybe. In Norfolk? Well, in 1920, so I don't... Well, there haven't been many stories of them no, of late. Oh, Black Shucky boy. <laughs> Black Shuck, always. So, <laughs> maybe he's been putting it about a bit as well. <laughs> <laughs> But I think what they say, like, because Black Shuck, that was the dem- that was a demon dog. Yeah. That was a, that was a hellhound, yeah. pretty much. Whereas, whereas these, I, f- I feel like, even though they say it's got large glowing eyes, it just sound- seems more like a, an actual dog. Yeah. An actual dog or a wolf or yeah. that kind of creature. Which arise, you know yourself, if you've got a dog and you try and take a picture of them or sign a torch of them, especially at night, mm. their eyes do look massive. Terrifying. Yeah, they look a lot bigger than what they yeah. actually are as well. And as well, if you're like... You, Say you're knocked off, you you looking, and you just see these eyes, and they they they're gonna look <laughs> yeah. big. They're gonna look big, aren't they? Yeah, they? exactly. So yeah, so it could be very, very well, much be 
Or it, it could be like a, a, a wolfhound or something yeah. like that. It could be, you know what I mean? Like it could be just a dog. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> After could... all this, it's just a pug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this sausage dog just walking That'd away. That'd be a bit embarrassing getting knocked off your bike <laughs> by a sausage dog. <laughs> How do you confuse getting knocked off by an animal or something with a gust of wind? Maybe because with 1920, like you wouldn't have had like the best lights on a fucking bike. That would is you? true. And you might, if it don't hit you yourself, it could have hit like the side of the bike. Yeah, and you've just gone. And you've just gone over. You think, fucking hell, that was. <laughs> and it might have been a windy night. Yeah. And you think, fuck, that was windy. And then just look and seeing these pair of eyes looking at you. You think, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> shuck. <laughs> Old shuck. It's coming to get me. <laughs> this next one is in Norfolk as well. I've got a few from Norfolk, actually. You know, trying to keep it to our roots. Come on. This is called The Witch's Leg. Oh. Um, we all know that Norfolk has a huge number of medieval churches. Some are still in use, while others were eventually left to ruin. One of the latter is St. Mary's in the woods near East Somerton. Not much is left there now, save the roofless tower and a handful of crumbling walls that would have been what would have once housed the nave. In the centre, a huge oak tree is grown which one could mistake for a romantic sentiment if they did not know the truth. During the height of the English witch trials, which we have mentioned before, mm-hmm. it is said that a suspected witch was bur- was buried alive under the church. This particular woman had a wooden leg, and so she enchanted the wood to become an, an, oak, to become an oak tree and destroy the church above. Now, legend says says that if you walk three times around the tree, the witch's spirit will be released. We've got to do it. We've got to do it. Yeah, well, but if it's a bad witch, though. Yeah, but let's be honest, it probably is just a tree just grown there. Yeah, oh, God, yeah. But you, <laughs> so, yeah, but it'd be our fucking look, wouldn't it? Be yeah. Like, yeah, nah, this load of bollocks, look. <laughs> <laughs> Make a video, though. Yeah. You, know, you, do, you don't mind being in a video, do you? <laughs> oh, gal! <laughs> I have been laying here for hundreds of years. You lot are fucked. <laughs> ah, bollocks! <laughs> Oi, Peggy Sue, pack it in. Peggy Sue. <laughs> Oi, Linda McCartney, go back home. This next one is called The Grey Lady of Tombland. On one of the most infamous ghostly sightings and knowledges of a young woman dressed in grey who appears to float through the streets and homes of Tombland. There are several versions of her origin, but perhaps the most gruesome, which we like, mm-hmm. is that she was a victim of the plague that swept through Norwich in 1578. Thousands succumbed to the illness over two years and graveyards had to be raised to meet, to meet demand. In an attempt to quell the spread, it was ordered that anyone who was found to have the illness would be taken from their homes, which would be sub subs, subsequent subset <laughs> subsequently subsequently yeah. subsequently boarded up and left until such a time when they could be certain that infection would be impossible. I can't believe I f- oh mate I had a right fucking stroke there. 
But, but when one house was unsealed by the bailiffs, 40 days later, a shocking sight was found. The bodies of a man, woman, and young girl were found who had presumably been two weeks to call out as they were barricaded in. That would be horrific enough in itself. Oh, but when examined, it became apparent that the man and woman had strange marks on their bodies. Teeth marks. The young girl had survived the plague but had no means of escape from the boarded-up house. She had resorted to eating her parents out of hunger, only to choke on their flesh. Armour. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking eat me so now, will you? So what you get, you little shit. Now she is set to haunt the area of Tombland and Tombland Alley behind Augustine Stewart House. Am I being funny, right? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> if you're a parent yeah. and your kid is trying to eat you... Yeah, but they're already dead. Oh, they were dead by that They were already dead. Ah, uh, I was going to say, you'd clark the little fucker. Yeah, but if you, yeah, but the thing is, if you were that ill with the plane, yeah. you, you ain't moving. That's true. That you, makes you, sense. You might be like, no, <laughs> stop. I'd be a bit if she did choke on her parents. Yeah, I know. Try to eat a dad's dick. Oh, God. <laughs> Choked on that dick. Oh, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we can't go there. She fucking hurt us, boy. <laughs> I mean, I'm not too sure about the whole haunted thing. Maybe, but mm. storyline-wise, quite a good story, isn't yeah. it? Like, it's not the first time that something like that's ever oh, happened. God, do you know no. what I mean? Like someone's resorted to cannibalism. No, no. If no. you're that hungry, you would do it. She could have been the. She could have been England's first Wendigo. Maybe. Well, she couldn't. Well, cause, well she well, didn't. She, was, she, dead, she yeah. was dead. Yeah, but she could have been if she if she didn't fucking <laughs> she didn't choke. choke. If she didn't choke on her dad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she could have been in. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> but yeah, if she didn't choke on her fucking parents' flesh, she she could have. Yeah. she might have gotten insatiable hunger. And she Maybe. Become more indigo. <laughs> This text is called The Lantern Men. Many stories are told on the broads and marshes of Norfolk, but one thing is unanimous. Don't follow the lights at night. In August 1809, the mist swept in across Ferlton Staith as a group of sailors sat at the White Horse Inn, nursing a few drinks. One of them, Joseph Bexfield, remembered a parcel he had left on the wherry, which was for his wife. Regardless of the pro- protests by his fellow drinkers, he set out in the dark across the marshes, where swirling mist and strange lights were later seen. Lantern Man was afoot, and Joseph was never seen alive again. What a shit name for a superhero. <laughs> Lantern Man! Sounds like a shit play, Joseph and the Lantern Men. Fuck's yeah. <laughs> sake. Andrew Lloyd Webber got it all wrong, <laughs> didn't he? He done Joseph his Technicolor dream coat. Should have done it. Joseph and his fucking lantern men. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? He was asking for it. His mates told him not to go. Yeah, exactly. Stay here, get pissed with us. Yeah. See, that's what happens when you simp. (laughs) 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 I've got to take my wife's parcel. Make her fucking get it. (laughs) Yeah. Say you're going to have a drink. No, I'm going to go see my wife. No, he's dead. No, he's gone. What does that tell you? <laughs> Don't be a simp. <laughs> Might just save your life from lantern men. <laughs> yeah. Oh. 
I'm gonna have to apologise a lot for this to Courtney when she <laughs> listens to this. <coughs> Mate, you fucking what? <laughs> You'd be dead if you didn't come back. <laughs> Legend said that he was lured to a watery grave by the lights of Lantern Man, and his ghost can occasionally be seen wandering the area. This is not the only sighting of Lantern Man in the, in the country in the county, sorry, as the people of Erstead also claim to be plagued by strange lights on the marshes. They also um, they also said you should not mock the Lantern Man, oh. which <laughs> oh dear, <laughs> which they refer to as Jack O' Lantern, as he would terrorise your home in the night. Oh, um, we're fucked. <laughs> we got that tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, in all fairness, no. we mocked Joseph. We didn't actually mock the Lantern Man. Yeah, that's true. So, well, no, we did say he's a. Sh- well, I did. I said he's a shit superhero. Oh. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know what? He's a pussy old boy. <laughs> oh, come at me. Fam. Well, this will be the last episode of this <laughs> black and white. <laughs> right. This one here, I I did briefly mention last week. Mm. This is the Hairy Hands of Dartmoor. Yeah. Which sounds very strange. Yeah. But there is there is some th- good stories with this. Drivers should travel cautiously through the long, dark stretches of road in Dartmoor, England, near Postbridge and Princetown. The legend of the Hairy Hands of Dartmoor says that a pair of hands grabbed the steering wheels of unsuspecting travellers. The hands are supernaturally strong and are adamant about steering passengers off the road into a ditch. From accounts, the hands appear out of nowhere to take control of the vehicle. Sometimes the creepy hands show up to cars that aren't in motion. A woman in camping in the area woke to the hands scratching at a caravan's window. Many accidents have been blamed on this bizarre ghostly attack. Most of them, frankly, have been minor enough for drivers to drive away without much more than a few scratches on the vehicle. And a good ghost story. <laughs> But in June of 1921, a motorcycle accident took the life of a Dartmoor prison worker. His children were riding in the sidecar of the motorcycle when it happened. Oh, were motorcycles in the 1920s? Yeah, of course they were. Was it? Yeah. Huh. They clapped that old thing, but yeah. they were there. Huh. Um, they said their father wrestled with, with trying to regain control of the bike. Hang on. Yeah. Yeah and told them to jump out the sidecar. They did, but he didn't make it. The story re-emerged years later when another motorcyclist drove off the road in almost the the same exact place. The passenger reported seeing the hairy hands on the handlebars and claimed they steered the bike off-road. Despite the many reports of accidents caused by the hairy hands, locals remain (laughs) sceptical of the validity Validity. Um, validity, thank you. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Is <laughs> the long dark stretch road uh stretch of road haunted by a maleficent ghost with hairy hands, hell bent on wrecking vehicles and taking lives, or is it simply a towel spun to explain the many accidents that occur in that area? Are the accidents caused by paranormal activity or are they simply a consequence of driving too fast down a narrow road? More than likely. More yeah. than likely. Especially to you just 
there were motorbikes, yeah. motorcycles. Like we, like especially nowadays, motorcycles they go mad. Yeah, they go very incredibly fast, incredibly it, it's quick acceleration down a narrow road. It's going to take control just for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all it is. A little pothole, or you just, I don't know. You just fall asleep for that split second. Yeah. that's it. You, you're done. Yeah. That's why I don't want a big Harley because you know that <laughs> can't could, really go faster than that. No, nah, and I won't want to either. Nah. <clears throat> now this was another famous one. This is called Jenny Green Teeth. Brush them, huh? Brush them, brush them. Dutty pig. Stories of malicious water spirits seeking to drown the unwary, the, yeah, the unwary that approach the water are common the world over. And in Lancashire, is no different. Although now an old story many younger people are no longer familiar with, many older Lancashire residents recall childhood warnings about the danger of Jenny Greenteeth. Um, Jenny, uh, if she had neglected... Oh, hang on. <laughs> Further research found that this interpretation of the legend was common in northwest Lancashire district. Oh, distinct from... The more sinister stories of Jenny originated in Merseyside and South Lancashire. The South Lancashire version of Jenny Greenteeth is usually described as a malevolent water hag <laughs> with green mottled skin, long hair and sharp pointed teeth. Lurking out of sight beneath beds of duckweed and ponds, ca- canals and gra- or gravel pits, she would attempt to drown children or the elderly that strayed too close to her, dragging them into water and out of sight. Once a victim succumbed to drowning, Jenny would proceed to devour them. Other stories describe her perching in the upper branches of trees at night, although this may be due to a mistranslation as Jenny Hewlett is an old folk name for an owl that originates in northern England. Right. The name Jenny Green TV is closely linked to Lancashire, particularly the southwest part of the county as well as the city of Liverpool. Similar names are recorded in neighbouring counties, particularly Cheshire, which she is called Ginny or Yeah, Jenny, uh Green Teeth, or simply Wicked Jenny. <laughs> Wicked Jenny. Wicked Jenny. Her description and behaviour is notably similar to that of the Grindelow, another water spirit closely linked to northern England. Tales of similar malicious aquatic beings are found worldwide, including the Japanese Kappa. Australian bunyip and a Scottish kelpie. Jenny Greenteeth is closely associated with bodies while covered in duckweed to the point that her name is an old fashioned term for for the common water plant in Lancashire. Forming dense beds that cover surfaces pod, duckweed could look solid uh, could look solid ground to the unwary, particularly children. It's likely the story of Jenny Greenteeth originated as an effective means of keep, yeah. keeping children away, sca- keeping children scared to approach water, and away from very real danger that duckweed choked ponds and gravel pits pose. Yeah, that makes sense. <clears throat> Say, Jenny Greenteeth sounds like her from the ring. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <does>, yeah. <laughs> Cindy, the TV's leaking. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch is messing up my flow. <laughs> 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 Jenny Greenteeth returned to the public consciousness in t- 2018, described as a ghost that haunts the St. James Cemetery in Liverpool. 
An Australian tourist drawn to the cemetery by the number of reported sightings on Facebook of supernatural activity in the cemetery took a photograph which she claims depicts a long-haired figure standing in an area of the cemetery overgrown with weeds and nettles. She was convinced that the, fig- that the figure was not there when she took the picture. Many locals were quick to claim the photograph depicted Jenny Greenteeth and that the, the story of the name of the sinister water witch had originated in that part of the city, either as the name of the witch that lived nearby or a homeless woman with rotten teeth that lived in the small shack in the cemetery. <laughs> Poor woman, if that's the case. Yeah. <laughs> While it may be true that the name itself is inspired by a real woman, the creature known as Jenny Greenteeth almost certainly shares her origin with that of wide varieties of drowners found in folk tales worldwide. A means of warning children, uh, of warning children away from bodies of water, as well as an attempt to explain. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes I think more so. than enough sense. Yeah, because I've seen like everyone knows what duckweed is. Yeah, and when and you look fucker, at it, you do think a solid yeah. bit, you and know. you can easily get tangled in that shit. Exactly. So yeah, I just it, I feel like it's mainly to do with just it's just um, well, what you call it, just like an old fairy tale. Yeah. Just to keep oh, like, like old fishwife's tale sort of thing, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep away from that, or Jenny Green teeth will get you. Yeah, which is pretty much say, just keep away from that, or you're going to drown him. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you say, oh, don't go in there because you'll get caught, they ain't going to take the notice. Nah. If you say there's a horrible creature in there, that'll, that'll <laughs> leave. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Now, this one everyone has heard of. If you haven't, get fucked. <clears throat> this is a story of Robin Hood. Hey! Come on. <laughs> the story of Robin Hood tends to be linked to Nottingham, and specifically the Sheriff of Nottingham. In modern literature and stories and and stories, but that wasn't always the case. Robin Hood's origins are quite difficult to pinpoint as multiple different regions of the country had their own stories and adaptations, including one where Robin Hood was the name given to a whole group of bandits. Now nah, bollocks, that's the Merrymen. What are you want about? <laughs> Traditionally, though, Robin Hood was a single figure, a highly skilled archer who fought the corrupt sheriff of Nottingham to protect the people, including in his escapades where his band of merry men hey, come on. and love made Marion. Primarily, Robin Hood activities would, would focus on stealing from the rich, the sheriff, give to give to, to the, the poor, poor, as well as disrupting any nefarious schemes that the sheriff was enacting upon the people. It's an infamous story, and I'll say we're very proud of. You can visit, even visit the legendary of Sherwood Forest and engage in stories, legends, and archery classes, all centered around the hood and his, his supposed escapades. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if interested in exploring this aspect of English folk, folks, folklore, be sure to get in touch with the team at uh, St. James's Hotel. Their boutique rooms and facilities. Oh, we ain't, give up. we ain't plugging them. Allow this. shit. We ain't plugging them. Get yeah, in the bin. Yeah, but we... If you want to know about Robin Hood, come to Mr. Mysteries. It's yeah. more like it. <laughs> Fuck St. James's Hotel. <laughs> Think you're getting a cheap plug. Get in the bin. <laughs> but no, look. Um, I, I remember off because I've been knocking them a couple of times because uh, there's a statue there yeah. of Robin Hood and that you think oh that's sick. Yeah, but I've never actually been to Sherwood Forest nah, like well I've never been to Nottingham so uh, no. <coughs> it's not actually that far away isn't it? no well hang on <laughs> to the map of truth yeah right, where are we? 
Oh, how are you? Fucking. Yeah, there. Oh, Peterborough's there. Oh, that ain't that far at all, really. No, I think it takes about an hour and a half, two hours. Oh, fuck me. Yeah, it's not far at all. Nah. I'll have to go then. Yeah, we'll have to go and have a little hunt about, see if we can find any treasures or mm. anything that explains if Robin Hood yeah. is real. Do you think he was real? Yeah, maybe, but I don't think he was as far-fetched as everyone makes out. Yeah. He probably was the sort of person to attempt, i.e. like stealing from the rich to give to the poor. Was he a fox, though? He definitely wasn't a fox. <laughs> definitely wasn't a fucking fox. Uh, but and he probably did have some sort called Marion. But yeah, my Marion. But was she a fox? No, mate. If she was, Jesus fucking Christ, he needed help. <laughs> Never once looked at a fox and thought, "Sure." <laughs> 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 that was it. Because the sheriff, because in the film, because it had Prince John in it as well. Prince John was like a weedy little lion. Yeah. You had the sheriff, what was a fat wolf. Yeah. You had... The rest were more or less just foxes, weren't they? Well, no, it was only them two that were foxes. Like Robin Hood and Mate Marion. What was Little John? He was a bear. Was he? Yeah. Oh, it's been years since I've seen <laughs> that. He had the snake as well. Yeah, I remember the snake. Uh, I can't remember his name. Yeah, Fry Tuck, who I think was a mole or something. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. But, no. I haven't seen that film in years. But yeah, I reckon he probably did exist. Yeah, I just, just won. I just always remember the song like the uh, cockerel. Oodle I used to love that film. Yeah. I might watch it later. I don't, care. I don't even care. I love Disney films. I'm not even ashamed of it. <laughs> oh, no. They're the goats. <laughs> yeah. Mine's because well, Courtney don't like Disney. Not like that. And I'm that's, like... That's, that's actually disgusting yeah, behaviour. Oh, no. Like, I feel like with some I hate of the them, youth. <laughs> so many people don't watch Disney films. Like, I hate the youth. Yeah, I know. I hate them. Like, what, you will kill Disney World. Pack it in. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you, that would be a good... Um, well, it isn't really legend, but it's like a ghostly story about Disney World. It's about um, a kid uh, hanging. I remember I saw it years ago on Twitter. And um, what was it? There was on, They were on a ride. Mm. And all of a sudden, like, th- th- this person took a picture at the last second and it was like of a kid hanging. Yeah. Fucking hell. Fucking right weird. Do you know what? Now I think about it, I wish I did a, not a conspiracy, but like a backstory on Disney in general. All the shit that's gone wrong in like, the world and how much of a cunt Walt Disney actually was. Well, yeah, he was, it was, it was a fucking Nazi. With, yeah, he was associated <laughs> with the Nazis, weren't he? <laughs> yeah, but oh, the thing is, he was probably he was a prick. But like, I like. Um, have you seen that film, like, Saving Mr. Banks? No. It's about uh, the woman who wrote Mary Poppins mm. and everything, and um, and her and Walt Disney were trying to like come to an agreement because he wanted to do, make the film right and um they were out they had such a dispute like of over mr banks and mm. everything like that and um but now it's a good film tom hanks I've, got, I've heard of it yeah he but... played Walt disney it's very good but now like and it's weird isn't it like for such apparently like, a quite a 
asshole of a person has made the kingdom of dreams. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's a bit like, mad when you think about it. Well, I think as well, there's also a thing about his ghost still haunts... I saw something about that. ...still haunts the ground yeah. like, after dark. Yeah, I've sort of something about that. Apparently, that... I, um, I wish I covered that, actually. Ah, I'll tell you what, I'll cover it on the Patreon. Yeah. Because <laughs> as well, Disney itself is like, everyone thinks... Oh, it's a magical place. It's so bad. Mm. Like, um, I have a cousin who used to work there. Did you? Mm. Oh, my well, I say she's my cousin. Cousin through marriage kind of thing. Right. And um, she said, everyone who works there, you basically... Because same with America. The majority of the places you get paid through tips. Yeah. You don't actually get an upset wage. Yeah. No matter what, how qualified you are, you start off as a cleaner. Yeah, it's a janitor. Yeah, yeah. janitor. And you work your way up to... I think it goes from the janitor to shopkeeper or something like that. Yeah. To the mascots. Yeah. To the ride operators. Oh, right. No matter how... So the ones that operate the rides have been there for bare long, mm. so to speak. But it says no matter how qualified you are or anything, you start off as a janitor and you work your way up. And apparently you are paid because you're not... Like receiving through, tips. Yeah, you're not receiving tips if you're a fucking janitor, so to mm. speak. So you are getting paid next to nothing. Mm. It's not... You cannot live comfortably on that wage. No. You you would be fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, that's a bit mad when you think how much money that place must turn over a year. Well, Just Disney yeah. World, like Magic Kingdom itself. Yeah. That you, place must turn over fuck knows how much a year. Yeah. But then you got to think of all the maintenance of all the rides and all the True. costumes then, and stuff like that. But then at the same time, because you've got to have an admission fee can't just walk in sort of thing no yeah and then you have the two firework displays every night yeah but uh, every day sorry then the parades the the lot go on yeah and you then, do get a lot and... you do get your bang for your buck i feel oh yeah 100 percent. especially because i remember when i went to america we've done like the package deal yeah yeah where we got magic kingdom um epcot sorry connor sea world mm. and did you do know, animal Kingdom? no that's the only one we didn't do animal kingdom really that was good. They had I a think, tree of life there. That was right sick. Yeah, that's the only one I wanted to do. Mm. Well, other than SeaWorld. But again, I was a kid. I didn't understand. I just wanted to see an orca. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have a clue what the hell they were going through. No kid does, really. No. But um, what the fuck was the last one? Oh, uh, Universal. Studios. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because when we went, we done all, we done it all, really. Like, we done Epcot. We done Magic Kingdom. We done um, Animal Kingdom. Uh... So we've done SeaWorld, we've done Universal, I think that's it, and Discovery Cove, which is part of SeaWorld. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> and no, like, like you say, as a kid, it's just, it is fucking magical. It is magical. magical. It, it is really fucking is. magical. But like, with the Disney part, like, it don't matter how old you are, I don't think, but when you get with SeaWorld. I'm not afraid to say it. I watched on YouTube, not that long ago, the actual firework display. Oh, yeah. Where, right in front of the castle where they have all the characters come out of the castle and they're yeah. all... It's, it's unbelievable. It is mental. It is fucking mental. And it's like... Um, How when... much money must they spend on that? Yeah. Because you think, proper rigged up fireworks, they ain't cheap. No. No, not And that. they're doing that twice a day. Yeah. That's got to be a fucking shit ton of money. And oh, and also, like when we were at Animal Kingdom, they'd done a parade and they had like these... like carts mm. and they were like made like out of all like f- look like firewood right but of all different animals and fuck they look smart yeah they do go give they, them credit, they, they go do, ham yeah they do go ham i will give them credit but yeah take sea world out of the equation because everyone knows how bad they were mm. but disney world as a whole even disneyland paris ain't as 
bad for its money. The only yeah. downside is you can only really book a three day thing. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember I've done Paris before I've done Disney World, and it, yeah, Disney World obviously shits all over Paris. Oh yeah, but that's the OG. Yeah, it? but yeah. Paris is a good one. I, yeah, I have yeah. to admit. I, I, I remember we have been, but I was only really little yeah. when we went, so I can't quite remember. <clears throat> How have we got? Oh yeah, because Disney. Bro. Disney. It, um, what Wizard of Oz Disney? Might have done because it's that whole thing of seeing a midget like hanging in the background of the yellow brick road. Have you seen that? I've seen Wizard of Oz, but I don't remember a midget. I mean, the Munchkins were yeah. midgets. Oh yeah, <laughs> but yeah, apparently there's a person hanging in the, in the tree line. Oh god, in the back, yeah. Oh, lovely. <laughs> Logan Paul was seen that. <laughs> Nah, he's alright now. Mm. I don't mind him. <laughs> um, let's get back on topic. Yeah. <laughs> this next one is the Guy of Warwick. The Guy of Warwick was another heroic, <coughs> another another heroic folklore figure who featured in romance stories throughout the 13th to 17th centuries. Generally considered a legend rather than a real historical figure. The stories surrounding uh, Guy Warwick tells of a humble page at Earl of Warwick's court. After falling in love with the Earl's daughter, Felice, Guy is forced to prove he is worthy of her hand in marriage by completing a set of tasks and becoming a knight. Fucking hell. Much of the style of Jason and the Argonauts or Hercules from Greek mythologies, these tasks involved all manner of challenges from slaying monsters like the dun cow and a giant boar to travelling to Europe. Guy eventually earned Felice's hand in marriage. This is only half of the story, though, which goes through another tragic arc, emphasising how it's likely more myth than history. A great story, nonetheless. Mm -hmm. But I ain't going to go too much into it, in case we do a part two and I can emphasise on it. Oh. <laughs> can I get a bit of your drink, please? Yeah, quick can, mate. But, no. Hey, uh, have you ever seen the film Jason and the Argonauts? Once when I was young. Yeah. But I haven't seen it in ages. Through, it's got a lot of stop, like the stop motion skeletons yeah. and stuff like that. Very good though. And yeah, going after Golden Fleece. And of course, Hercules 12 Labours. Yeah. Which we will have really fancied this woman. Mm. Just to get a hand in marriage. Yeah. Got to do all this shit. I'm like, nah, fuck that, bro. She ain't even all that. She's what about, what about if it's Margot Robbie? Oh, yeah, fucking hell, I'd do anything. Exactly. I'd do anything. Exactly. If you love the woman, you'll do out for her. <laughs> I would take a dead arm for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, have, I'd lose a game of mercy. <laughs> 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 the next one is the Lincoln Imp. Not Tyrion. Oh. The Lincoln Imp began life as a simple feature inside Lincoln Cathedral. Since then, the figure has become a symbol of the city, likely a surprise for the initial carver who created the piece. The legend surrounding the Lincoln Imp focuses on Satan, sending two imps to Earth to cause mischief. Upon reaching the city of Lincoln and Lincoln Cathedral, the imps began damaging the building before being stopped by an angel. Who turned, who turned one of them to stone, leaving the adornment we see today. The other imp is said to have gone to Grimsby, <laughs> where it too was eventually turned to stone in St James's Church. 
just I don't know why, but I just thought of the Grimsby brothers. Yeah, that's instantly what come in yeah. my head. Have a go if you think you're hard enough. <laughs> Never slag off a Grimsby lass. <laughs> what a film. What a, it's just a shit show, really. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> It's just him, in it? Is how he's got away with half of these films? I never know. I will never know. I will never know. Like I'm surprised he is. Even I'm surprised he's never done prison time. No, for some of them. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, the next one is called Jacko Kent. No, hailing back. Hang on. Oh fucking hell. It's fucking phone, mate. <laughs> hailing back to the 16th century, or potentially even before that. Jack O'Kent was a cunning figure in English mythology who supposed had a talent for outwitting the devil. Hailing from Herefordshire, most stories surrounding Jack O'Kent involved him making deals with the devil, only for him to use his gill to still come out on top. One of the most popular stories involves Jack taking a deal with the devil to secure a good harvest in exchange for half of his crops. Upon asking the devil where he wanted the tops or bottoms of the crops, the devil chose the tops, expecting to get most of the wheat from the crop. In actuality, Jack planted turnips. <laughs> meaning that the devil received the least valuable part of the plant. A distinctive and interesting character. He'd done him dirty. Oh. <laughs> he's thinking, oh, he's doing wheat or something. Yeah, oh, I'm mug. More mug. <laughs> so what have you done? Turn it. <laughs> Fuck. Use <laughs> right, yeah, the mug now, you little prick. <laughs> the devil's been had. <laughs> you don't see that on Supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, you need to watch it. Yeah. You need to watch it. It's so good. Like, we're, uh, where are we? Season eight. At the How minute. many seasons are there? 15. Fuck me. How many episodes in each? About 22. What do you mean, man? Yeah, but it's one of them. You're going to start watching it. You'll get hooked. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> anyway, it is good. Thing is, right, in the first season, it was like the second episode they'd done the Wendigo. Right. They And they mention it, but they never hunt them again. Huh. And that rope pisses me off. <laughs> they do vampires no end of times and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, so what's the premise of the story? The devil's just sending them or something? No, no, it's just basically... The premise of the story is just two brothers, Sam and Dean Winchester. Mm. The real first of it, it is um, a demon, not the devil, a demon itself killed their mum right. years and years ago, a yellow-eyed demon. Ever since then, John, who was the dad, mm. became a hunter and used to tra travel the country of America and he takes Sam and Dean with him right. and taught them how to be hunters. And John goes missing, and Sam and Dean are working, like doing hunts and everything, while trying to, to look find for sort of thing. And then things lead to another, and then the devil himself gets involved, angels get involved, hmm. and all sorts. It's good. I think I'm very good. Yeah, yeah, I'll do. Thing is, right, you got to remember, it was released like in 2005. Yeah, so, so it's not going to be the best quality. So the CGI is, is a bit, yeah. you know, a bit wanting, but... Yeah. The actual storyline of it is really, really good. Yeah. I really enjoy I'll it. Give it a go. Yeah, I would. I would, mate. And I'd just like it for the car. The car? Called, yeah, it's called Baby. It's a 1967 Chevrolet Chevelle. Ooh. And it's got the nice, the nicest sounding engine. Like the V8. <laughs> it's like, oh. And there's a, 
and I, I ain't gonna spoil it but there's a bloke who comes into it he's called Bobby Singer and he mm. becomes like a dad to, to Sam yeah. and he's so funny he just calls me idiots all the time and everything. <laughs> he's, he's like so clever he's like really clever with it all and he, he's like their, he's like their mental yeah. kind of thing it's so good and the angel Castiel he's funny as fuck <clears throat> alright anyway this is the cold hand of Hilton the story of the cold oh cold lad Called lad of Hilton, of Hilton. (laughs) The story of the called lad of Hilton, a ghost from Sunderland, does have a small amount of history attached to it. The story tells of a stable boy, who, upon being late to complete the task set by Baron Hilton, was killed by the Baron, either on purpose or by accident. Supposedly, the body was thrown down a well, but eventually (laughs) discovered, and the Baron was charged. Only for an alibi to appear at the last minute, claiming that the boy died in an accident. This is the part of the story which could have some element of truth, as records show that Robert Hilton, the 13th Baron of Hilton, was pardoned from a crime in 1609. Mm. Beyond this, there are more traditionally fantastical happenings. Supposedly, the castle began to be haunted by the boy, with the kitchen being left messy overnight, or moving the ashes from the fire to the floor. What a mental <laughs> cut. <laughs> Fucking unit. How can you cause so much mayhem? <laughs> <laughs> the kitchen was cut. The thing is, right, now, nah, all it is is the fucking people who work in the kitchen being lazy. <laughs> Didn't clean the kitchen, come back the next morning and say, well, we cleaned it last night. <laughs> that bloody ghost. <laughs> nah, it's just you're lazy fucks. That's what you are. <laughs> One of the castle cooks took it upon herself to stay up to see who was doing these things and saw the ghost of a boy who was crying about being cold. Afterwards, she left a warm cloak every night and the haunting stopped. This developed into the total of the called lad of Hilton that we know today. Mm. Or I imagine in like modern words, cold lad. Yeah. <laughs> it's spelled C-A-U-L-D. Cold. 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 Yeah, fuck oh, he's, off. Cold. He's, cold. he's cold. He's from Sunderland. Yeah. Oh, he's a cold lad. He's cold lad. He's a blanket. Warm yourself up, lad. <laughs> I'll get you some nice bread and butter. <laughs> Stop being a little shit. Get warm. <laughs> Sit there by the fire, lad. <laughs> And this one is an also famous one. And my boy Charlie Hunnam played him. Oh. This is the story of King Arthur. Come on. King Arthur is easily one of the most infamous and legendary mythological figures who still features in modern media. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Stories for King Arthur gained such traction at, that at a point many believed that he was a real figure. Despite this, he was not real and most of the locations and events in the legend are completely fabricated. Which I didn't even know. <laughs> I thought he was a real person. I thought he was a real person, but yeah. I mean, it makes sense. I've never heard of somewhere in England called Camelot. No, true. <laughs> King Arthur's story is one of the most complex English folklore tales, with multiple stages covering how he pulled the sword from the from the stone and became king, as well as his escapades with the knights of the Round Table and the Holy Grail. Mm-hmm. Regardless, King Arthur's legacy is one we still feel today. And he has played a major role in creating English identity that currently exists. Mm-hmm. Like you say, he had Camelot, 
where it, where the round table was. Yeah. Thing is, every time I think of King Arthur, I think of uh, Monty Python. Yeah. Monty Python and Holy Grail. I've never seen it. You've never seen nah. it? Boy, I'll never forget. This, right, this is where me and Liam became like right close because we've both seen it and everything. And there's a bit with the Black Knight. Mm. With a Black Knight. And um, he, King Arthur asked to pass. He said, no, you shall not pass. And they start having a fight. Yeah. King Arthur cuts one of his arms off. And he, he was like, right, yeah, you had a good fight. And he was like, no, you ain't going. <laughs> he was like, I'll just cut your arm off. He went, I've had worse. <laughs> he was like, you've got no arm. He was like, it's tis but a scratch. <laughs> so they have a fight again. He cuts his other arm off. He was like, no, I'll kick it to death. <laughs> so he cuts one of his legs off and he's hopping about. He says, no, you're still not getting back. He cuts his other leg off. And he says, well, well so as King Arthur's going along, he says, come back here. I'll bite your, I'll bite your ankles and bite your legs off. <laughs> <laughs> and the best thing that, one of the funniest things like how they think thought of it it's just class like they weren't on horses right he was pretending he was on a horse and he had a, a slave behind him with two coconuts <laughs> doing the trotting yeah <laughs> that was literally it I'm telling you <laughs> if you get the chance you gotta watch because <coughs> it's so mad like there was a killer rabbit in it what the fuck yeah um Oh, and it was, it was it's the bit one of the bits at the end it was like this bridge I had to cross mm-hmm. and the bloke was there and he, and he says if you get the question right you can cross if not you go to hellfire mm-hmm. and he'd be like what's one plus one to one of them <laughs> and he'd say two he said right there you go and one of them he got he was oh I don't know it was like what's the capital of Namibia <laughs> I, like, I can't remember quite what it was and they're like I don't know. And then he, he just gets it sprung in the air and he goes into fucking hellfire. <laughs> Honestly, it, it's so mad. It's so mad. It's so funny. It's just classic old British Yeah. Humor. It's so funny. Because it's John Cleese, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. No, if you can, you want to watch it. And she was a... Who were part of it? was King Arthur. There was Sir Lancelot. Percival. Percival. Galahad. Galahad. You're thinking of Kingsman, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Lancelot, uh, Percival, Galahad, Merlin. Yeah. Where did we fucking forget him? Yeah. Um, oh, fuck. Oh, it's gone. Yeah. It's gone. Hang on. <laughs> Mate, my search history's a bit mad. <laughs> Night. Of the realm. Isn't it mad, like, in, with the Kingsman, like, they, the British lot, they do, like, the notes around table. In America, they're all named after alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down, tequila. <laughs> uh, right. Fuck off. Oh, honestly, right, I'm going to fucking kill this guy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Perfect. Tristan. Uh, <laughs> numbers and numbers. 
Uh, yeah, nah, you're fucking queer. Selected members, come on. Aglo Vale. Half of the less. Who? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Bleo Barris. Who? <laughs> what the fuck? Brandellus. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm on the wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got a fucking clue either. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we've got. What, what time are we on now, Josh? Uh, an hour and 20. Hour and 20. I'll make this my last one, and then we'll do another part. Oh, to be fair, I've only got two left. We'll go, oh, okay. We'll go through them quickly. This next one is called Jack the Giant Killer. And I don't think it means Jack and the Beanstalk. <laughs> um. Linked to the story of King Arthur is the legend of Jack the Giant Killer. The story tells of a young man who encounters a giant and successfully kills it, using wit and gill. Afterwards, the townsfolk give him the title of Giant Killer, and he swears to kill all the giants living in Cornwall, which he does. This legendary figure is often linked to another Jack. Mm-hmm. Jack and the fucking beans. Mm-hmm. As they were both cunning young men, and yada, yada, yada. Uh... No, that's Ireland, I'm thinking of. Giant's Causeway. That's Ireland, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I've heard of Cornish Giants. Yeah. I, th- I think so. Fuck no. I'm pretty sure I have heard of Cornish Giants. But yeah, old boy Jack. Down them in. Down them in. That's pretty, that'd be pretty cool to have that, that have that title. Like, oh, he's the giant killer. But, <laughs> yeah, I am. What, what, what you say? What are you saying, boy? <laughs> <laughs> and the last one is Hearn the Hunter and the Wild Hunt. Hearn the Hunter is a slightly lesser known figure in English mythology though he's associated with much more wildly recognised folklore in that The Wild Hunt Mm -hmm. The Wild Hunt is a story which features across multiple European countries and tends to centre upon a mythical creature or a demon leading a hunt with an army of ghostly apparitions following behind most commonly The Wild Hunt is associated with Nordic mythology and is led by Odin, but it is also featured English folklore tales under a variety of names. Hearn the Hunter is a ghostly figure who, in Grimm's version of the tale, once led the wild hunt. He was supposedly from Windsor Forest or the county of Berkshire, and was usually depicted as having antlers growing from his head and riding a horse. Hearn the Hunter even featured in a Shakespearean play, The Merry Wives of Windsor, dating back to 1597. Mm-hmm. <coughs> you won't find a huge number of references to Hunter Hunter throughout history, but his antlered appearance and rattling chains are both motives or de- of devils that go throughout modern and ancient storytelling. Because like, like the modern depiction of a Wendigo has, has antlers. It's yeah. got like a... See, when I, hear, when I hear Wild Hunt, I just think of The Witcher. Yeah, I do. I do. When I, when I saw that, I was like, when I was researching of like uh, different English legends, different uh, British legends and that, and it said, like, The Wild Hunt, I was like, this isn't going to be just an advert for fucking <laughs> Witcher 3, is it? Wild Hunt, or, like, teasers for the third season. But no, yeah, it was an actual part yeah. of mythology. It just sound colder, doesn't it? The, the Wild, Wild Hunt. Hunt. Yeah. But no, I mean, oh, honestly, when I saw that in uh, season two of The Witcher, yeah, that was like, oh. I was like, oh shit! I didn't think they were going to bring him in this early. I didn't. No, I didn't. I thought personally. it'd be at least a good another couple of seasons. But yeah. by the sounds of it, there's only going to be at least another couple of seasons left. 
Yeah, I know. I, it, do you know what, though? As much as it kills me, Liam Hemsworth does look like a good Geralt. No. You actually say, no, oh, yeah, Henry Cavill <laughs> is him. Don't get me wrong. If, you tr- if I'm true to one, it's Henry Cavill all day, every yeah. day. But look wise. Look wise, I don't maybe. know act wise, but look wise, he does look like a good Geralt. Yeah, nah. But he ain't the shit on he, Henry Cavill. Nah. He it, was made for that role. Yeah, yeah 100%. Like, I mean, for fuck's sake, the only reason he got the roles because he was a fan of the game. Yeah, yeah, he's fan and the books, weren't it? Yeah. The books first. I, I, I want to read them, you know. I might actually get the, get the books because they seem pretty yeah. good. Yeah. The games are all right. Everyone bangs on about them. They were okay. A lad at work, he adores them. Really? Like, he rinses the games over so the and ga- over The again. games were all right. Yeah. But, no, the show's just incredible. Oh, I love it. I, I I love it honestly. When I first because I'm look, I've never really, I've never heard of it until the show. To be yeah. honest, I didn't even know it was game series or or anything. It shows how fucking glued, glued up I am. In the third one, the Wild Hunt are fuckers to kill. I mean, they are the main villains. But yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. For fuck's sake, they were nightmares. But I remember like um, I I saw the trailer for it on Netflix, mm. and I saw like oh, it's different monsters. How I'll give this a go. And I remember when I watched it the first time, like the first season, mm-hmm. oh, it, it was fucking confusing me. Oh, yeah. It was right baffling me. Like, I was like, what? I swear she was dead. <laughs> no, nah, I swear he was still alive. Like, what's going on? And then, and then the, final up, le- yeah. the final episode like, Ties right, it all in. keys it all together. Yeah. Ah, right, fair, fair. Second fair. season was unreal. Especially really like, with it. all the other witches. Yeah. And the, like, the last... Last episode where... Um, the Basilisks and that. Yeah, where... Uh, what's her fucking name? What? Ciri's Siri. gone dibby, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being possessed and they're all trying to hunt her and that. Yeah. It's, oh, fucking unreal. And then, like you say, you saw the wild hunt. Yeah, it's like, oh, shit, son. Oh, no, but the last bit... Uh, I ain't gonna spoil it in case anyone's not seen it, but the last bit where like it made out like someone was actually still alive. Oh shit! Yes, yes, yes yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I didn't catch it, but yeah, and I, I remember saying that I was like, "What?" what the like, hey? Yeah, I know. That right caught me off guard. I was like, "What?" It, made, yeah, it fucking... does make sense why she was so yeah. wanted, but it's fucking brutal as well with the um, elves and the babies. Yeah, I know. Because her baby got killed, so she kills every other fucking baby in the area. I'm like, "What the?" It's just how you hear them all crying. Yeah, she like does something, and they just all deadly go silent. Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. like, fucking hell. Oh, I need to watch that again. I think it's Courtney Doe in- interested. And it's like, please. What? what do you mean? Please. It's so good. It is so good. But she's, the thing is, she, she's not into like all that um, fantasy kind of thing. Supernatural. Yeah, but. Stranger Things. Thing is, right. I think it's because they're, they're based on modern settings. Right. Yeah, yeah, and as well, yeah. Supernatural is Sam and Dean Winchester. They're very good-looking men. Oh, right. <laughs> Stranger Things has got Hopper and Eddie Munson, Henry Cavill. <laughs> well, yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> true, true, true. But, um, yeah, because I like even like she won't watch Game of Thrones or anything like that. <sighs> yeah, I know, but I'm telling you now, she's watching Vikings. Yeah. After we've watched Supernatural, we're watching Vikings. Yeah. You need wait. to get on that. I it's so good. Wait. It's so fucking I am Ragnar. <laughs> <laughs> I am Ragnar Lothbrok. But, um, so yeah, that is uh, a starter, shall we say, yeah. for uh, different legends and out of, of Great Britain. I'll say they're the most well known. Yeah. Most well known, especially like Spring Hill Jack, Jenny Green Teeth. 
um, the Hairy Hands of Dartmoor and stuff like that. Yeah. When I came into doing it, those three were the main ones I was thinking of. Yeah, to yeah. be fair. But all the others have, like, you've got to mention King Arthur, because yeah. that's a legend. Robin so Robin Hood. Hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still got his little fox. I love <laughs> oh, That was such a good film. It really was. Such a good film. But again, I haven't seen um, the Taron Egerton one. No, not right. I ain't seen that. Um, I ain't even seen the Russell Crowe one. Robin Hood. You know what? I don't think I have either. No. I've literally, I think, just seen the cartoon one. Um, I'll put, nah, Robin Hood Men in Tights. It's a piss take. Oh, right. right. It's so good. <laughs> they do a song, and it's literally them singing about how they're in tights. <laughs> we're men. We're men in tights. <laughs> Always going around looking for fights. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Honestly, then it's like, we're men. We're men in tights. Tight, tights. <laughs> Honestly. I was like, oh, this is, it's uh, by Mel Brooks. All oh, right. Honestly, that's, that's a good one. That is a good one. It's, that's a proper piss take. And it's yeah. Funny. It is funny as fuck. I'm pretty sure, you know, in um, the third season of Stranger Things, you know, the mayor, that corrupted mm. fucker. I think that was him who played Robin Hood. Oh right, yeah. I feel like it is. He was uh, he was also um, in the Princess Bride. I think. Not close. Nah, oh, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so Josh, what yeah. what are we doing next week? I think next week I've been putting it off, but I said I was going to do it. It is going to be a sensitive one. Mm. It is another serial killer. Yeah, Ian Huntley. Mm. I think I think get it done and over with. Yeah. Mentioned it, and I said we'd talk about British serial killers. He is one. I wouldn't say he's one of the most notorious, but he's definitely one of the most he's, well known. He's in because yeah, because of the fucking asshole that he the was, brutality, and yeah, yeah everything. Yeah. But and uh, the front he had. That's what I mean. Yeah, the front. So I'll be he talking. Had. I'll be talking about his backstory. Yeah, the day he did kill those two girls, and then the scumbaggery he done afterwards. Yeah. Fucking going in, being on the news talking about him, yeah. saying on he was a. Uh, present during their like press conference thing you know where like the parents went on the stage and like, yeah he was there as oh, my. fucking scumbag yeah so that is going to be a very like, a very sensitive topic yeah we will try and make light of it how we know how we do how but we at the try. same time we try and do it in a respectable manner yeah, because, because it's, it's modern it's modern and it's really not that far from it we went past no. Solon to get to Dux- duxford yeah so it's not that far away from here. No. So uh, it will be a sensitive one. But I did say cover quite famous and well-known serial killers. He is one of them. Yeah, he's one of the most notorious of modern history. Yeah. British modern yeah. history. Exactly. So I'd say so, yeah. But, um, yeah, no, that is, yeah, it's good. that's going to be an interesting one. That's what yeah. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. It's not one... <laughs> It sounds bad. It's not one that you, you're particularly looking forward to, but it's something that you, you want to talk about. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's because not... as bad as it was, you've also got to think in the same semi-blissful way, mm. it did bring the likes of school checks and like yes. background checks and yeah, everything yeah, yeah. into play because of him. Yeah. So, okay, it was horrible, and obviously you would rather it not happen. Yeah, of course. But at least something semi-good has come out of it where people do have to have background yeah. checks and everything yeah. before you work in the school yeah, and no. shit like that. Yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. No, I know exactly what you're saying. That's fair. That's fair. And like I said, I'll be talking about his background and yeah. how much of a 
Hunt he was. Yeah. But much. then as well, mentioning Ian Huntley, I'll obviously be mentioning Maxine Carr as yeah. well, who was his girlfriend who was involved Accomplice. in it. Yeah. Yeah, she, I'd say, yeah, I'd say she's just as guilty. Yeah. She's just as guilty, but I, she was definitely what's the word, groomed yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he was just an abusive piece of shit. Yeah. He really was a vile fucking scumbag. Isn't she been released? Yeah, I think she has. Yeah. she only got, I think she only got like five, six years. Yeah. Because she obviously wasn't I around. I think she had to change her name and everything. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, because she wasn't involved um, in the murders themselves no. at all. No. It was all him. No, yeah, that, yeah. But, so, um, yeah, like I said, it will be a sensitive one. We will try and make light as best as we can. with, But not being disrespectful. Yeah, we yeah. are showing respect, so to speak, and... Yeah, but once it's done, it's done. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, get out, of get out of the way, so to speak. I know what you're saying, mate. Yeah, that's gonna be an interesting one, difficult one, I'll say. Mm-hmm. But um, it's what we we got to do, and yeah, it? exactly. It's what we got to put it out there for people to listen to, and especially people that might not know. No, especially that is if true. you're from other countries. Yeah, yeah, that is very because I highly doubt people in America. Uh, if you're from America and you're listening, let us know. Yeah. I highly doubt people in America know about this guy. No, really. No, no. Mm. No, no, I I agree because just there's people that like who have done very similar things in America we've never heard. Yeah, of, exactly. You know what I mean? like, and I think as well the reason I'm I don't want to say interested, but I'm intrigued by it. Mm. I think it's because it's one of the three that I will cover that we was actually around for, or like that we can vaguely remember. Like I remember clear as day seeing on the news the picture of Han- uh, Hannah and Jessica. Yeah, in, in the, the United Tops the when United they were Tops. still missing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I still can picture that clear as day. So oh, yeah, I think I knowing the story and actually growing up, knowing what happened, yeah, it really does hit home because that is that was our first one, or at least the one that I can vaguely remember. Yeah, yeah, that same. was the first one I proper heard of. Same here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other two I'll cover: Joanne Dennehy from Peterborough mm. and Ralph Moat. Yeah. So and obviously we all know what happened with Ralph Moat in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, the Joanne Dennehy one I'm I'm covering because she's literally down the road from she was yeah. in Peterborough yeah which we visit often which to be fair. was a little bit headline where she was living was not that far from where my dad lives oh really not that far at he's all. in Orton isn't he yeah. yeah I don't think she was in Orton specifically Houndall yeah I think something like that yeah but yeah she, yeah, she was very very close oh fuck so yeah. I was like who what dear because she was just a fucking lunatic yeah 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 which is schizophrenic or something yeah, I, I don't know what the fuck yeah. she was just Tapped. She was. She was a fucking weirdo, mate. Well, yeah, that's very true. But no, um, I hope I hope people have enjoyed this week. Yeah, have you enjoyed it? Yeah, I have actually. Yeah, let's say it's a bit bit of a variety. Yeah, exactly. Bit of variety for you. So yeah, I'm still tr- looking. Like, yeah, you can't out. help it no, now. I know. But um, no, I hope everyone enjoyed it. You can uh, find us on Facebook which is Missing Mysteries in Black and White. You can follow us on Instagram, which is Missing Mysteries <coughs> underscore. You can email us. You can email us. <laughs> I mean, you can actually email yeah. me and Josh at Missing Mysteries at Outlook.com. All one word. All one word. No caps. No caps. Nothing. It's just Missing Mysteries at Outlook.com. You can t- show us any... Like, send us any experience you've had if it's cryptid if it's ghost ufo demon whatever yeah if you want us to do an investigation in near your area. area yeah um if you want um just to critique us we might have got something wrong yeah 
or anything like that. Or give like your that. opinion on yeah. something or elaborate. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, when you've done this certain thing on this episode, you could have mentioned X, Y, Z. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Even cause... if you want to cr- criticise us, as long yeah. as it's in a respectable way. Yeah, I know. Because if you, say... if you, if you do it bluntly, I will tell you to go fuck off. But... <laughs> <laughs> if you say you lot with shit, I'm like, yeah, that was like your face. Yeah, we'll tell that to the 1,600 people that are listening, you mug. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, if... If in a constructive yeah. and professional, uh, professional and respectable manner, yeah, yeah I'm more than course. happy to listen to yeah, anyone's we, criticism. We want, yeah, because we, we want, want to be better. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So if you have an idea of how we can be better, please let us know, yeah. mate. If you want to email, just say a random, what colour boxes are you wearing? I'll take it. I'll take it because you've emailed. <laughs> yeah, and I will answer. <laughs> <laughs> if I just get a message off you later, like, and what colour box are you wearing? And someone's emailed us. I'm like, what? <laughs> but um. Yeah, or uh, if you've got an idea for us to cover, mm-hmm. what we could do, um, or uh, literally anything. anything, absolutely anything. That, like, say we've always said, we don't have to. It uh, don't have to be anything to do with the podcast. No, not at all. Or anything, or anything. If you want to know more a bit about us ourselves, how we're doing, and yeah, uh, literally anything. Yeah, exactly. even right. If some people are listening that are struggling or anything like that, and you just want to talk to someone, yeah. We're more than happy. Yeah, exactly. We're not exactly professional in that no, manner. No. We might not give you the best advice, but we, we will listen. We will listen. And we will try and help you yeah. as best as we can. Because I feel like because we've been through it. Exactly. We have we've, we can, we've got a bit of experience. Yeah, exactly. We can, we can give you our insight because, like, like, I've told Josh, I ain't going to go too much into it. It's a bit of a sensitive subject, but I've got a family member at the minute who's, who's struggling. Yeah. Really struggling with mental health, and I'm, we're... Tr- we're we're getting him there. We're getting yeah. him there. But it, it does. It does affect anyone. So if anyone listening is seriously struggling with anything, yeah, and you feel like no one's there to talk listen to, or talk to, we, we are more than happy are. to talk to you. Yeah, we are more than happily. fucking happy. We're very happy to, to talk to you because you know, like we, because I feel like we, we're very lucky with the with the network of friends we have. Exactly, who are very open minded, who will talk to us. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, and some people haven't got that. Exactly. So, so we just want to make sure that you know that there is people out there. Yeah. We're, we're couple of them exactly you know we're goofballs you know we, yeah. we, t- we take the piss and everything but when it comes to it we we, we can be yeah exactly we do care so literally you can email us anything and it doesn't have to be through an email either no if you want to ask us anything to do with the podcast us in general or literally anything you can message us through facebook yeah. you can message us through instagram yeah leave a comment on the youtube yeah. literally any way you can contact anyway. us yeah yeah feel more than happy to do so mm. exactly Exactly. And speaking of YouTube, you can subscribe to us, mm-hmm. which is Myths and Mysteries, but um, ye, the best way to find it is through the Facebook group. Honestly, the Facebook group is the best way for everything. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. It, if you're coming from Instagram, uh, I think we've got a link on there to our Facebook. I think. If not, we'll put it on there. Yeah. It, that's the best way to get on there. Follow us on there. You get all the up-to-date. We put polls on. We ask questions. And we've got to put more effort in the Instagram. I know I said we said last week and we haven't, but we really desperately need to yeah. put more effort in, in the Instagram. I think I'm going to have to do it myself. Yeah. I'll do it. Either you or me. Yeah. We'll have to do it ourselves now, I think. Yeah. Yeah, no worries. Um, you can listen to us, which, I, well, you are already, <laughs> hopefully. But, uh, yeah, you can listen to us at Josh. Spotify, Podbean, Amazon, Samsung, Podchaser, Player FM, and iHeartRadio. Swell. 
And hopefully soon we will have a Patreon yep. where we'll have three different classes, uh, like different prices, mm-hmm. and you get a certain amount. You get like um, we haven't really gone through it. We might go through a bit after after we've recorded. You'll have like a third tier, which will be quite minimal. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. And then you have a mid tier, which you get a little bit more. And then you get your top tier, which will have everything. Yeah, which will be um, giveaways. Uh, special episodes where we talk about anything and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, reacts, um, live streams. Yeah, behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. Um, we will be doing merch giveaways and reductions when we actually do merch. <laughs> um, what else? Um, I need to make a list. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, like I said, when we've talked about it and gone yeah. through it. And when you do actually get it set up, we'll yeah. mention it on here, so to speak. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, um, hopefully people will be inclined to do that for us because it will make your life easier. It will make our life a lot easier. Mm-hmm. We'll be able to get better equipment to then do better shows yep. for your your entertainment. So yeah, exactly. It's just like a subscription. It's like a Netflix subscription when yeah. you think about it. Yeah. yeah. And it'll be more personal. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, hopefully with that, you'll be more inclined to do it. Mm-hmm. Please. <laughs> <laughs> and as well, uh, I, I imagine in the, say with the top tier, we could do like, um, we'll go like for our different investigations and everything. We'll do like a pre-show. Yeah. On there. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What we're taking, what we do, what yeah. we, what's, what the actual what plan, the plan is. What the plan is, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that sounds good. So, um, yeah, so it's all that to look forward to. So hopefully, hopefully in a matter of a month, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'd say about that. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get it up and running. But, um, yeah, yeah, I think we're about done. All right. So once again, thank you very much for listening. And we'll see you in the next one. See ya. Bye. Bye.